In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. co-host and at his house. Jack, Jack, how are you, mate? It's good. What a game. Um, it might not have been our best game, but as they say in um, football in the UK, you win them titles when you're playing bad. So it's about grinding out them results, and that's what we did. So uh, really pleased. On to next week. Mate, yeah. Let's, let's just go for it, mate. Let's just go through the uh, offence. Let's start with uh, passing offence. Yeah, so the numbers, um, Baker Mayfield, 18 completions for 31, which is a lot down on what he's been recently. Um, 188 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. And where they went, Jarvis Landry caught three of eight for 37 yards. Callaway caught five of seven for 35 yards and one TD. Perryman caught one of two for 31 yards and one TD. Higgins, two of three for 30 yards. Njoku, Three or five for 30 yards. Duke Johnson, four or five for 21 yards. And Nick Chubb had one target but didn't make a catch. And just in terms of their defence, there was obviously the uh, sack, which uh, resulted in a fumble for Baker. And sacks, there's two recorded. One for Adam Gottis and one for Von Miller, who uh, broke the record for the Denver Broncos for most uh, sacks. So uh, he's starting to pull away from Garrett now in the sack uh, sack race. He, he's an incredible player. I don't, I don't know if um, I haven't been able to see if Garrett suffered with an injury because there was lots of key moments where Zettel was out there at um, right D end. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I don't know if they're just rotating him because of the altitude, um, but it, it's an interesting one just to keep an eye on. Um, obviously, Baker's interception was disappointing. But as I said last week, with the catch that went to Jarvis Landry, if you're going to make plays like that, there's a very fine line between an interception and a uh, touchdown. So it's one of them that will happen. And if he's making plays and when it comes to an interception, they're getting the ball back on, I think it was a three-yard line. That's not too bad in the end of the day. Well, I mean, I just thought of Gary. I thought, like, he was a bit quiet tonight. tonight and he had that opportunity, obviously, to bring down... Um... Keenum and I thought out of the two of them in a race I thought Garrett would be quicker than uh, Keenum you think that's fair or not? Oh yeah without a doubt um, it, Garrett's a much physically better player it's, I think it was a case of he just had the angle on him and it, Garrett's trying to turn back round as um, Keenum just rushes so yeah it was one of them uh, I think he pr- it seemed like he got some pressures um, and for me pressures are more important than sacks because even though sacks are a bigger thing they're not consistent week to week. Um, it's about are you constantly getting and causing the quarterback issues? And Garrett's constantly provided them pressures. So, uh, no, I, I think when the numbers come out, you, you'll see a, a more solid game. Okay, great. And, um, yeah, I think he's about fourth in the, in the sack chart now. And uh, um, Miller's pulling away. Do you reckon that um, there's still a good chance of him getting to the Pro Bowl or not? Yeah, I'd be shocked if he doesn't make it to the Pro Bowl. Um, I think you're looking, I think it's six or 
8 dB. So I'm guessing it's probably 8. Okay, it's a good chance, yeah. Yeah, and then obviously you're going to have whichever two um, top TVs go, to, uh, sorry, DNs go to the uh, playoffs. Won't obviously be in the uh, Pro Bowl. So, uh, no, who knows? Say D, say the Chiefs make the Super Bowl. That's D4 there, so he's not at the Pro Bowl. So, uh, no, you, you're going to see. Um, I'll be shocked if Garrett's not there. Oh, great. And, um, mate, Landry, he had a good game. He, he had a, an okay game. Come on, mate. He had a oh, good game. Three catches on eight targets for 37 yards isn't... The off, the offence didn't have a great game all round. It was it, it was poor. Obviously, the first half was quite slow. It led to you falling asleep. So, you obviously didn't give a vote of approval at half-time. You were uh, fast asleep, uh, not appreciating our offensive woes. Hang on a minute, mate. I was... Um... And a little little power nap at half time, which may be extended a little bit early and a little bit later. But um, yeah, I did. My eyes did close. It was what half time was what three o'clock here a.m. in the morning, and uh, yeah, I was up all night the night before. Yeah, my eyes were very tired. But mate, it was uh, uh, awesome, mate. And, mate, how do you find the chicken wings? The chicken wings were really good. It was a, a different concoction oh. of things that y- you wouldn't. You wouldn't intentionally go out and put together, but well, what was it a mix of? It was a mix of all sorts of things. Well, I wanted to go with a fresh uh, chicken wing approach. It was original. <laughs> so it was garlic, chilies, um, flat leaf parsley, honey and soy sauce all mixed together. Very fresh, well seasoned, done, simple. Well, Luke loved them because there was a giant tray of them and he ate at least 75% of the tray um, and kept apologising, but then just kept eating. Um, so uh, Luke appreciated them and uh, no it was a good evening all round alright yeah alright guys they don't, they don't care about my wings all they care about is our uh, number so uh, what number are we going to go with well more importantly before we get to the actual number the baker off clean sweep for Paul this week absolutely took took it by storm so uh, no he's taking a clean sweep I'm going to say Straight middle of the road, five, um, 188 yards, two TDs, but two turnovers. Uh, the passing game didn't click, um, but we won without it. Baker came out and said it was no, by nowhere near his best game, but the key thing is we won. So if we look at it a different way, Jack, if we said you thought we were a five bad, like so... Five for me is just straight middle of the road, nothing special. Um, yeah, okay. All right. And, um, mate, I think we're better than a five, mate. We won a game. But it, it wasn't our, uh, our passing offence that won that game. Um, that's my point, because you, you're not grading whether we won or lost. You're grading, was that passing offence good or not? And Baker's even come out and said it wasn't good. So you can't grade them up. When, when you get two turnovers and two TDs, that, that's break even there. And it was, it was our defence that won the game. Mate, it's got to be a six. I'll, I'll stretch to a six just for you. Mate, that's very kind, mate. We're going to go with a six. The reason why I think six, Jack, is that um, Perryman, Callaway, two great catches. And yeah, I felt during the night, I, I thought our uh, Njuku uh, made some great, um, great catches. Baker was throwing well. I know Baker is risky. And 
Yeah, what do you think about that? Because he, he, he likes, he doesn't do the safe throw. He does a lot of risky throws. Can we see during his career that he, has a, he is going to be a quarterback with quite a lot of turnovers? Um, I don't think it's going to be quite a lot of turnovers because the numbers haven't been there. But um, Mark Schofield's always made the point of he used to be a quarterback who was very much risk-averse. And he's driven home. You could you can reel a quarterback back in and you can always do that over your career. You can never make them more um, open to taking risks. So you'd rather a young quarterback takes slightly too many risks and you can pull them in. But it's the theory and the idea was right. It might just be a case of obviously the air is different up there. So when you go and make that throw, it might have been okay if he was back in Ohio. But... Mile high, it's, it's a different atmosphere there, and uh, the ball sailed. But it's one of them if, if you're giving up an interception on the three yard line, I'm not as worried. Um, it's when you're doing it and you're giving them sort of your own 30 yard line and they're, they're in the hunt. So, uh, no, Luke's just checked in, he's uh, feeling like a turd. He knew the Browns will win, and we're in the hunt. So, uh, he's alive. Can you just text him right now and ask whose wings were better, Jacks or Pauls? I, I don't want to. Just a clear answer. Um, just one other point I want to say is that Landry's on 8-2-7 now for the season. He needs to get 173 yards for the next two games to hit that 1,000 yards. Yeah, it's not going to happen, but that's fine. If he does? If he does, um, I'll shave my head and put on a Jarvis Landry t-shirt. Oh my God, Jack. I wasn't expecting that type of response, mate. I was just going to say, do you think you can or not can't? But now, if Landry does get a thousand yards, we're going to shave your hair and dress you up like a woman, yeah? Yeah. Okay, excellent. Wow. Oh, I was wearing a Landry t-shirt and if that's dressing up like a woman, then uh, hey, that's your slight on Jarvis Landry. Uh, and, and Callaway, mate, he's on 500 for the, um, for the season. Not bad numbers. I thought he was going to be higher than that, actually, until I checked this morning. But, um, yeah, it looks like Landry's going to be our high, highest receiving uh, receiver of the year. Yeah, it's, it's one end where he, Jarvis Landry's obviously had the volume of catching and having an insane amount of targets compared to everyone else. Whereas Callaway, um, you might get them a couple of targets, but they're deep balls. So you're going to see when you're looking at the numbers, Jarvis Landry probably, I doubt he's hit any of the four targets or set him at the start of the year. But um, Callaway is going to make them all catches and... That, that's just his job to be the deep threat. Got him and Perryman. Uh, we need to add another person to that circulation, if not two. Like, Perryman looks like a bargain of the season, doesn't he? Well, we'll see when we sign him up. Yeah. It's, the problem now is that his uh, value is going up and up and up every game. Yeah, it's, it's only going to go up slightly because he's caught one ball this game. I think it was one or two the last game. So, they've just been key little Catch it, oh, well, big catching in terms of distance, and it's just uh, adding that up. But we'll see what happens. All right, mate, we've gone in far too much detail on that. Running game, numbers. Um, go on, Jack, you call it and I'll argue. So, Nick Chubb, 20 attempts, that's 100 yards. Duke Johnson, four attempts, 28 yards. Baker Mayfield, four for six. Obviously, that's impinged because there was a kneel in there. But um, no, overall numbers, because Chubb didn't catch anything. The Chubb Challenge, I went 99, you went 100, and that is a, uh, another Paul win today. Mate, I'm going to have to come stay your more often, mate. But guys, a lot of you think, oh, these two idiots in England, what do they know about? We have called to one yard Chubb predictage. I went with 100, and Jack went 99. That's not bad stats, Jack, to be honest. No, it's, it's not bad. It's, uh, 
It's one of them. Hey, it happens. To lose a clean sweep to Paul is embarrassing, so I'd like to apologise no, no. to my parents. Has Luke, Luke Texas one of the best wings yet or not? No, he's not had anything back. He's probably fallen asleep. All right, excellent. And, um, yeah, obviously Chubb had that amazing, um, I think it's 40-yard run that really bought us some time, bought us some yardage. And um, I thought Greg, Rob- Greg Robinson made that hole. He went through the hole. It, it was just a bizarre play for... Um, he pushes Chubb away and Chubb just went straight through the little gap. And uh, it was quite a small gap. So, uh, no, fair play to him there. Just a uh, stat that... Uh, I don't think I've thrown in yet, but I might have. It was not until the fourth quarter the Browns were in the red zone. And that was shocking. And it just showed how the offence struggled all day, really. Um, because to not even get to the red zone is uh, unusual. So we, we got there at the start of the fourth quarter. I think it was a couple of minutes into it. And uh, I think that's sort of 12 touchdowns and 12 attempts or something. So uh, it's, it's very positive. Um, but we need to get there a bit more often. So there's one person that may hit the uh, 1,000 mark. Chubb, you're on uh, 860 yards at the moment. Yeah, so see that. He needs, uh, what, 70, uh, yeah, 70 a game to uh, the next two games to hit that 1,000 mark. That'd be great for a rookie season. Yeah, no, especially since he uh, was basically on the sidelines for the first few weeks. Um, well, yeah, he had the odd plays, but not really. So, uh, no, I've been really impressed. Um, I, I think he can do it. So, I'm going to go Chubb, you go Landry, and we'll see who uh, wins oh, out. Oh, mate, come on, mate. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> mate, yeah, you're sitting there giving the old uh, Landry love. So, uh, who gets the most yards this season? <laughs> I'm Chubb, you're Landry. Let's see what happens. All oh, right, mate, on, the, on uh, two more games to go. I'm not, I'm not agreeing to that on the pod. So, uh... well, so you're saying Jarvis Landry isn't any good? Uh, no, I'm not saying that. Oh, well, 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 uh, that's what it sounds like to me. And that's what the listeners are saying. They'll be ringing us straight after the show drops going, oh, Paul's gone off Jarvis Landry. Uh, anyway, um, what number are we going to go with? 5-7. Um, I, I would say 7. Oh, mate, Jack, that's very positive from you. But I thought um, one thing we haven't mentioned was I thought uh, Duke Johnson had quite a lot of touches tonight. Uh, yeah. Well, it felt like he, he felt like he was a lot more involved than he has done in uh, previous weeks. I think he had four, four receiving, four running, maybe. Yeah, four with each. Um, so yeah, they got him involved a little bit. There was that one little run that he had straight up the middle that was really good. So uh, no, it was um, one of their moments. Seftabal still very quiet. Uh, I thought it was really interesting because where Orson Charles has gone to injured reserve, they're using Seftabal in his role today. So uh, he was. Basically a fullback, so uh, he did the job. Um, he was solid. All right, great. So, um, running game versus. All right, let's go over seven. I think that's fair. I've got seven. That's, uh, to be fair, when your offense isn't bad, isn't having a good game, they get six and seven. There, they did enough, and that, that's what it comes down to. It's about grinding out wins, and uh, that's how we went down. All right, let's move on to the defence. Now, I thought the defence had a great game in general. Oh, yeah. The the defence was solid. There was one standout player that performed better than everyone else, and that was Peppers. He had an incredible game. Um, was just making plays, but then obviously the two big biggest plays of the game, um, the interception and the tackle right at the end, both on him. Yeah, mate, he, uh, yeah, real key uh, wins, key moments. And I think... 
when we went back to the draft last year, these were the plays that we were expecting when we um, signed Peppers. Yeah, I think the trouble Peppers had is where he's played out of position last season. Lots of fans judged that as what he is. And um, if you move Baker Mayfield and play him at running back, he's not going to be a very good running back. Um, that's just life. And um, now he's back in his natural position. I think he's had a really, really good year. Um, lots of it, as Greg Williams has said, you're making plays, but it doesn't show up in the sheet from that sort of strong safety position. Because unless you're on that blitz where you can get a sack, don't get that many um, interceptions. Um, but you're just there to break up plays used by lots of teams of strong safety as the uh, tight end killer, which tight ends are just becoming more and more dominant in the league, unless you're in fantasy, where they're having a mare. Um, but no, um, Evan Silver and Warren Sharp were talking about how teams need to throw more to tight ends because it's a uh, throw that is really underutilised. But when looking at success and winning games, there's a massive benefit to throwing for your tight ends. So hopefully we'll see more of that. Now, uh, Greg Williams is a giant fan of uh, DVOA and Football Outsiders. Hopefully he'll uh, take on some lessons. <laughs> you're, you're super excited about that last week, weren't you? I was. That, that really... Uh, spot on for what we want it's probably more a factor of Blake Williams rather than Greg Williams but if, if he's getting through to his dad then uh, keep up the good work Blake um, the numbers for them Case Keenum 31 completions for 48 attempts 257 yards zero TDs two interceptions um, where were they going um, Tim Patrick um, 65 yards to Sean Hamilton 46 yards Matt Lacoste 43 yards Cortland Sutton 42 Philip Lindsay, 20. Brian Parker, 18. Javante Booker, 17. Andre Holmes, 5. And Royce Freeman, 1. And just in terms of sacks and stuff that we got, uh, there was a sack for Jamie Collins, a sack for, obviously, Peppers. There was um, quite a few tackles for a loss. Two for Jamie Collins, two for Peppers, one for Schobert, one for Coley, and one for Brian Price. Mm. I thought... Um... Uh, TJ Carey had a good game as well, mate. I thought he stepped up really well. Yeah, there was the interception for Carey and uh, Peppers. Um, I, th I thought Carey was okay. It was times when he, I think he struggled a bit more being on the outside. But it's one of them, when we get back to having our players and you move him back to the slot, I think we, you're going to see more production there. Obviously, it was an easier game for us against wide receivers because they're all rookies, uh, more or less, everyone they're against, which... Uh, Obviously, as we know, we've seen a load of rookie wide receivers in the past. It is difficult. Yeah. And uh, what's your view on uh, Collins last night? He, uh, he got some good tackles in and then he was a bit cold at, at some point. It, it was just a standard Collins game. There was a couple of flash moments, but the rest of the time he was a four out of ten and it was just a drag. So, uh, no, I, I'm looking forward to him moving on. Um, I'm still keen to move Avery to a rotational defensive end. And then uh, go out there and let's get some linebackers. Um, I would consider getting uh, the Arizona Cardinals on the uh, phone and seeing if they're willing to uh, trade. Um, let me just get his name exactly right so I don't know. Well, he said, I thought um, Chris Smith uh, made a nice key sack uh, early on in the um, first quarter. Uh, was it a sack or pressure? Maybe a pressure. Um, he, he definitely made a play. Did he grab a running back? Grabbed him. Behind the line? Wrestled him down. 
Yeah, so Hassan Reddick um, was a first round pick last year. Um, the rumours are that they're willing to trade him. Brent Bleski did a really good article in Bleacher Report this week. And uh, that, that could be a uh, person I see the Browns adding. The rumours like our second, third round pick might be enough to trade for him, bring him in. And uh, no, why not? Yeah, I thought, yeah. And, um, mate, BBC had a huge tackle in the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, because BBC had the tackle that um, led to the fourth down, but they, they made it um, on the fourth down. And then the play after that, Peppers um, made the t- uh, got the sack. BBC doing enough to get his uh, contract renewed and everything? Oh, well, I'd, I'd be shocked if they don't keep BBC around. Um, he's not going to be a starter. It's, it's all going to depend what that contract is, but I think he's... Probably going to be back up uh, free safety and then back up um, slot corner. So he'll do the pair. And then obviously if Carrie or Randall's injured, you, you drop them into one of those. Um, and it probably means that we can have five outside cornerbacks and Carrie who can obviously play outside as well. Okay. All right, great. Let's just go with the number then, Jack. Um, I, th- I think eight. Yeah. Eight's good, mate. I can't argue that. Question to you is why is it not a nine? Um, I think they're able to wrap up yards and uh, nine is, you've got to be incredibly special if you're getting that sort of nine. And uh, we had some moments in the pre-season where we were making turnovers and doing other things. Um, and even though we got, we got the two interceptions, uh, it was partly down on um, Keenum with questionable throws, whereas we weren't sort of making them dives where we punch a ball out of someone's hands and create that turnover so uh, I, I just think it was a, it was a solid display I'd like to have seen a few more sacks and some pressure but um, yeah, eight, eight to crack a number alright great uh, run defence so um, their rushing game um, 14 for 24 on Lindsay 4 for 7 on Royce Freeman 2 for 1 on Keenum it's 20 attempts 32 yards it was woeful one TD there obviously Keenum Mate, your boy Lindsay, mate, he's a small little guy, isn't he? He's, uh, he's five foot eight, but he looks like a bloody four foot two midget when he's uh, stood out there next to all these giants. Um, so, uh, And if I'm correct, he was uh, totally undrafted, yeah? Completely undrafted. Um, and then uh, rung up the, Bron- uh, the Broncos, rung him up straight after the draft and said, do you want to sign for us? And he basically said, I'm going to be your starting running back. And uh, I'm going to show that it's a mistake that you didn't draft me. And uh, boom, he, he's gone out and produced and fair play to him. Um, do you think he's the best undrafted free agent this year? Um, yeah, as far as I'm aware, I don't think anyone else has really stood out. Um, there might be some players, but uh, no, it's one of them. I, I, I'll be surprised. But r- running back and cornerback from my research earlier in the season... It's one of them positions where you can get high-performing players. They're undrafted. Um, and out of the top 50% in that position group, according to PFF ratings, um, it was, I think, 25% of running backs and 25% of cornerbacks made that list um, as undrafted players. So it's probably one of the two better positions to be undrafted. Uh, and uh, what number are we going to go with, mate? I think nine or ten. Ooh. Yeah, at the end of the day, if, if Jack you, nine, if if you're twenty attempts and thirty-two yards, that is woeful. So uh, 
No, was it them or was it us? Um, uh, who knows? It might be a bit of both, but um, I, I think we definitely had a factor um, because the game was close enough that they could have rushed the ball. Um, and if you look at what they've done in the past, they have been a rushing offence uh, this season and we shut it down there. I think they were top five rushing offence. I think they might have even been second coming into this week. Oh, Jack, get that pen and put a big nine there, mate. I like this, mate. It's, 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 it's nice. It's going up six, seven, eight, nine. Obviously, oh, we're coming to special teams. So we're, it's going to be a 10, isn't it, Jack? Uh, no, I don't think it's going to be. Just a list of the notable um, undrafted players in this draft. Obviously, Baltimore Ravens running back Gus Edwards. Um, Desmond Harrison for us. Philip Lindsay um, running back for Denver Broncos. Um, Josh Adams running back for the Philadelphia Eagles. They're sort of the names that I know on that list that have gone out and done something. So uh, just a, a couple of names for you guys. Special teams, the Browns, Greg Joseph um, had one field goal, 40 yards made it, two extra points made it. Um, Brendan Cole put four punts for an average of 48.5 yards, two of them inside the 20, which is good work. Um, kickoff returns. Um, Peppers, one for 17 yards. Dontrell Hilliard, one for 31 yards. Um, and pump returns. Peppers had two attempts uh, for 4.5 yard average. One was eight yards, one was one yard. Um, so, yeah, one of them. Um, Greg, jo Greg, Greg Joseph just seems to make the kicks. <laughs> he makes the kicks, but they don't. Uh, uh, since he was signed, I, I don't think he's made one which has looked convincing. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it, it's the it's the end result. So I'm happy they go over in most cases. But it it never feels like it's going over until it's it's he's, gone over. I think he's done enough to be starting kicker for next year. Uh, he, he he goes into camp. Um, we'll probably bring in a UDFA or a basement free agent, and uh, they'll always compete because. Every team has their sort of two kickers going into a camp. So, uh, no, I think we'll bring someone in and see what happens. But there'll be UDFAs and people out there. Um, but I, I just prefer have no guarantees on your kicker. And if you want to cut them and move on, then cut them and move on. And uh, Amos, is he doing enough to keep his job for next season? Not a chance. Um, it was slightly better, but I still just shout at these um, kickoff and punt returners. The ball goes into the end zone, take the knee. Never run out. It just makes no sense because we, yeah, our, our long, congratulations, we got to 31 yards. It was six yards and a potential t turnover because you can fumble it when you make that contact. Just take the knee, go to the 25-yard line. If they kick it into the end zone and give you the free 25 yards, just take it. All right, special teams, eight. No. Eight, I'd, I'd want. A, Go on, what's your I, number? I, I would want a turnover on special teams to what's your give out an eight. What's your number? I, I would just give a six. It, it was just solid, middle of the road. Um, Seven's middle of the road, really, isn't it? It was a good. It wasn't that bad. Anyway, I'm not saying it's bad. It was just uh, they, they didn't do anything. Um, and well, we kicked. We got some punts, and we. Uh, well, I'd, I'd expect every extra point to be made, and if you're not making extra points, then just cut the kicker. We did. All right, cool. Give it a seven. seven. Maybe we just won, mate. Come on. But just because we win doesn't mean our special teams played any better. You, you can't go, 
every week you can't judge it based on whether we won or lost. It, it's a straight score. I think you can. I think you can. I think if your team wins, it's definitely a plus one. You, you don't and if, you, if your team loses, it's definitely a minus one, mate, on the stats. It's got to be. Uh, your school of uh, scoring is a, it's a weird old world. Well, I've just beaten you 3 0 today, mate. Anyway. I'll, I'll beat you last week in fantasy. That hurt me probably more. Yeah. Anyway, that goes nicely off. You beat me in the playoffs <laughs> in the uh, in the uh, fantasy. Let's keep this consistent and go playoffs. Jack, I'm going to put you on the spotlight. What's our percentage right this second? Oh, no idea on the percentage. Oh, come on, um, mate. You've got to be better than this. Because it's, it, the percentages aren't so much based on what we do. It's based on what the other teams do. So I doubt it will have moved at all. So Kelly... Uh, uh, president of the British Bra- uh, British Bulldog Browns backers in London has even asked you online. Come on, Jack, what's going on? We want to know what's, what what's, what could happen now. So, uh, mate, you're like the leader of these uh, stats. So, um, we obviously need the Steelers to lose, yet. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the key way we're going to get into the playoffs is uh, the Steelers lose out. Um, so, the Steelers lose out, we win out, and then we get in. Um, I think we're going to need some serious luck if we're going to uh, sneak in um, via the wild card. I just think the Colts are going to uh, pull it out. All right, so if the Steelers lose their three and we win our three, obviously one of them three is against the Ravens, Yeah, which I'm going to, name drop. And then that means that if they won their other two games, well, where would that put us in the league? Would, would that be enough for us or, or not? So, Ravens win two, we obviously win our three, and Steelers lose their three. Would that get us there or not? Mm, no, that, that wouldn't. We need them to lose two. So, they lose to us, and the Chargers, I'm confident the Chargers will beat them. But they're already through, so are they going to put like a second no, team be- out? Because they're competing to win their... Um, okay. Their, and get the bye, because they'll either probably get the bye... Or they'll play whichever the other side of the draw the Chiefs are, um, because they're going through the first wild card and f- first in the um, conference. But it's a battle between which way round they are. So uh, obviously it's, it's a big drop off. I was uh, listening to PFF talking about the percentage chances, and they were saying you if you're going through without a buy, you've got probably a three to seven percent chance of winning the Super Bowl. If you're going through with a buy, you're sort of 15% plus. So it's a massive impact because it's that just one extra game you play. If you're playing an extra game, there's more risk that something goes wrong um, because you can just have an off day. So, uh, no, it's one to keep an eye on. Um, but, no, it's the, we're cheering on the Buccaneers. Um, I can't see them beating the Ravens, but you never know. Come on, Winston. Drop us some magic. And, uh, Adam, you owe us. And uh, Steelers. Pats, come on, boys. Just to be really clear, mate, if the Ravens win today, our playoff chances are over. No. Okay, that's good. No, no. It's, it, I'm, I'm expecting the Ravens to win today. Um, that's in my model, so we're still okay. fine. So, Ravens win today, which is fine. Then they've got to lose their next... Yeah. Two. The yeah, Chargers, two. At the Chargers and uh, against the Browns. So, uh, and obviously, we need, everything, we need the Steelers to lose. That's it. Something like that. Yeah. Okay, great. If the Steelers win, then our hopes of going through the division are over, and uh, it's on to looking at wildcard possibilities. All right, excellent. And um, has Luke texted back yet, mate? Who's the? Uh... No, 
No, he's, he's got no interest, has he? No. I think they're both... No. Let, let's right. call it a draw. No way. I want... We're going to have to update everyone uh, whose wings were better, mine or yours. Um, so this week, mate, we've got some uh, big guests. You're travelling away. We're going to hoping for some good Wi-Fi to get you on. Uh, I think we've got four big guests coming on the show this week. And uh, really interesting guests. Not on the usual uh, podcast uh, circuit. So I'm really excited about that, Jack. I don't remember who you've told me is coming on. So uh, I'm just as excited as well. <laughs> Maybe it's free, actually, Jack. But anyway, um, and... Um, yeah, make the reviews. We have got, I believe, around 43 reviews. And we just need that 50. And I think I'm going to put a time limit on it. There is about 10 days, 9 days to go till Christmas. If you put a review on, there's like a 1 in 50-ish chance of you getting a jersey, which I think in a competition is really good. Yeah. And so, yeah. It's going to take you 30 seconds and you could get a hundred bucks jersey. So why not just give yourself a chance? You obviously like the show because you're listening to us and you're doing us a favour. So this week, we're going to do a massive push on um, reviews. And I believe Christmas Day, I'm going to pick, maybe with my mother, because we'll be there at Christmas Day, we will pick a winner. If you want to come on with your mother and pick a winner, maybe... We're going to have a mum-off battle or something. I'll, I'll leave that to you. Okay, thanks. All right, great. Um, oh, oh, we've got some breaking <laughs> news. I've got to be honest, Paul's were far superior. Mate, Jack, I'm coming to your house every week, mate. I win everything here. It's brilliant. <laughs> uh, all right, excellent. Jack, uh, great evening. Great result. Okay. It wasn't a... Uh, a1 performance it's about grinding them out when you're not playing well and that was what we did today because so often we had a slightly bad game and then we used to get blown out by 10 15 points and uh no we delivered today and uh calm browns on to next week let's go have them broncos fans if you're listening to this you have the drive we've got the promotional drive so come on browns let's do this and we also had some extra news from uh, Luke. He said he probably only won as after your in oven intervention because Paul was trying to cook them at 275 degrees um, and like give us all food poisoning. But uh, I cracked down on that as a former chef. Okay, guys, this is an NFL show, not a cooking show. However, my view is hot oven with the wings, seal all the flavour in, actually extra crispiness, and then drop the temperature down and you slow cook them all the way through. Jack? No, you cook them all the way through. I'm not having anyone have food poisoning in my flat. Um, it's not happening. But remember guys, change is coming. Change is here. Let's go Baker. On to next week. So basically Jack's wings were soggy all the way through and mine were crispy and that's why I won. I love it. Dripping in buffalo sauce. Sauce in it. Oh, excellent Jack. Great night. Let's do this. Playoff promotion. Here we come. We're, we're, we're praying on five five key results going our way, plus us winning it. Yeah, nice, nice and easy. Let's do it, guys. Go Browns.